Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Forever. Dog. Good afternoon, good evening. It's a nighttime pod called Midnight Snack. It's Michelle Collins. I, uh, it's our very first week doing this podcast. Jared Freed, my first guest, the Tom Hanks of Midnight Snack. Uh, you can actually listen to his real podcast, the J Train Podcast. Follow him on Instagram at Jared Freed. Funniest, one of the funniest people I know. Uh, hilarious bachelor commentary. Wait, before we get into the question I posed on sure. uh, earlier this week, I was telling you, I think on uh, earlier this on Tuesday's episode, that First Dates, which is on HBO Max, yeah. is... The best show, and I'm going to tell you why it has made me realize what The Bachelor and Bachelorette is missing, which is just variety. And this show, it takes into account all races, 
sexualities, genders, ages, weights. So you have bigs, skinnies, and it's really, I got to tell you something. It's really scratched an itch for me in quarantine and during this whole coronavirus situation. That's what I call it. You know, this whole coronavirus whole situation. Thing. I don't know. Pandemic, that's whatever. Pandemic Lovato. It's made a drag that's, name. That, that's the most like nice suburban town in Pennsylvania wife way to describe it. You know, this whole like <laughs> pandemic. You know, this whole pandemic is, um, but it's really scratched the itch of dating for me because I just miss, okay. I, you know, I was, oh my gosh, so let's really talk. Now this is, we should have just started the podcast this way, but here we are. It took us an episode and a half, but I'm doing my job. It's fine. Um, I was thinking, you know, I had a whole thing last year. Like I, I got, I lost some weight. I was really mm. feeling myself and mm. I put my foot down when it came to like fuck boys and anything that wasn't serious. I'm like, you know, I'm getting older. My birthday's, by the way, in like two, three weeks. Happy, Happy cancer birthday. season, everybody. Thank you. That's why I said it. Thanks, Jared. And uh, I was like, that's it. Like, I can't keep fucking around. I'm, I've always been so all over the map. Like, I need to focus and get my act together, right? Sure. And then this shit happens. And now, you know, it's funny because I'm hearing from guys who were those Let's for let's call them what they are, the, like fuck boy kind of guys. Not, sure. They're all nice. They're not like but looking not to be casual, or anything. looking to be yeah, casual, casual, looking to hook up. Yeah. Right. And part of me is like, I, not part of me, all of me is just like, all right, let's go back to this. Like, I'm back. I'm like, I, I can't. It's sad to say, but you can't really seriously date or try to find a relationship right now with what's going on. You can't. And and there's a lot of distractions. What you just said is what a lot of people are dealing with because I get the emails every day Mm -hmm. and the a lot of like the guy that comes back from the woodwork and the guy that you had that you're like, I know he was that way then, but maybe the pandemic changed him and he's looking for something more. And I, I hate and those are distractions. Like I, I really do believe I know, it. Like really. I, I because Ugh, what they're doing because me. right because right now there's nowhere else to go but to your old customers. Well, that's you know, right. You but know, be- by the way, I'm a literal old customer. Right, well, I get ten percent off on Tuesdays at TJ Maxx. Like I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think Shout there's actually to my seniors listeners. What <laughs> there's a positive way to look at it where it's like, yeah, there's gonna be a period of time when this starts to get over with where take the like two weeks from now let's take or whatever it is but like two weeks of like let's get some fucks in with the old list of guys let's why be, not for me for me it would be about like just getting back in the game you know what i yeah. mean and honestly getting talk, some reps it's getting like getting on reps. stage you know I, it's it's hard to say like i it's obviously complicated too because i really was proud of myself mm-hmm. last year for this like you know, just taking it seriously. I was like really just feeling good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, it made it feel like, okay, this is a real thing. And now I'm just like, well, who even gives a shit? Like I was reading this article about skin hunger. I'm sure you heard about it where, you know, humans are meant to be, you're like, you can't see Jared just went, yeah, I've heard about you, you know, that we need to be touched. Look, obviously you have a living girlfriend, so you don't know from skin hunger as someone who has like physically sprayed my plants with, um, that sounds so gross. I've come all over my plants. No, I've, I've like, sh- I spritz, I paint the leaves. I put all yeah. the leaves of my little plants. Nobody has touched me since March. True story. And, and I'm lucky in that I was actually having a good year. So it's mm-hmm. not like since, you know, even but it's, January. It, it's even interesting to think of that from like, you haven't even had a handshake. But that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. I've had like some hugs, but it's not even, they have actually felt frankly, 
weird. Like, it, do they feel like is it sexual weird or no, is it like no, just no. like it's weird that this is happening right? Don't now? touch me. Weird. Ooh, no, not really? sexual. Like, like this seems unsafe. unsafe. Interesting. This yeah, and so. I don't know. I'm just in this place right now. And I'm happy to know that I'm not the only person going through this where I'm Mm -hmm. just like, what are we doing here? Like, Uh, are people, here's the question. Are people going to settle? Because it sounds like you're getting those kind of emails too, where people are hoping they can change the former F boy into something more serious because truth be told, ain't going to be like it used to be. Well, well, it is what you're, it's funny that they're like, why is he coming back? And like, I'm like, there's a pandemic. There's Duh. a pandemic. Like, have pandemic. we forgotten? Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, it is, um, I think what's going to happen is that mm-hmm. people are going to get out of quarantine or wherever level of, and they're going to go, let's go out. And yeah. these people that, you know, may have come back into their lives are not going to be as responsive as they've been over text, as they've been over DM, as they've been. And no doubt, like the thing is we all have been given a child. The child is the best excuse in the book. You can't say no to a child. Oh, my kid is home. I have to babysit. I couldn't find a sitter. I have to, I got to drive my kid somewhere. Sorry. I can't do it today. Oh, I have other responsibilities. Oh, we have no lies by the way, to get out of things too. Can I just say as a separate conversation, I have talked to a couple guys who, you know, mm, warning signs, things that I wasn't crazy about. There's no way to lie. You can't be like, sorry, I've just been so busy. I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I've had a crazy weekend. Haven't but, been around. You know, it's hard it's, to ghost right now. I'll be you honest. You can't ghost, but also there's no, there's nothing to ghost from because there's no expectation of like, okay, like of, of hanging out. Like if you said, like if you're on a dating app, it's like there's a point in every dating app conversation where it's like, all right, when do we go out? You know, like, yeah, that, na- like here, it's just like spinning wheels into the ether. I know and that's what it is. That's what it, and that's like, so you're going to have a lot of people that have like built this like Romeo and Juliet story over text where they're like, I have pages and you're like, yeah, that was easy. Yeah. Go, going out with people is harder. You know, how many times have you been happy that plans canceled before this started? Hello. You know, like, exactly. Do you know that I went, when I went Sunday to rent the car with my neighbors, we went to budget at LaGuardia mm. and they would only let one person inside or like one or two people. So I had I to stand outside. I was at that same budget at LaGuardia. I have a whole thing. Everyone's outside. Yes. Wrapped around the building. Yes. Yeah. It, Did you it, meet it's Roberto? Crazy. There was such a nice guy because, you know, I'm in the market to buy a car. And the guy who was driving the cars out for people who was like poor man's Vin Diesel, he was doing donuts and like a Corolla. I was yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's such a nice guy. He came out of the car and every car, he'd go, Roberto, Roberto, Mitsubishi. He'd go, no, very bad. Every car he drove, I was like, Roberto, Hyundai Tucson, yay or nay. And he would say whether he liked it or not. But I was having, it's also been like, because we can't go to bars or restaurants, mm. the place to flirt is outside of the LaGuardia budget. I there had it is. the best <laughs> all time. happening. I'm telling you, I stood there. First, there was an, a cute Italian guy with a dachshund named Henry. This dog, first of all, had a nose the size of a penny. It was so fucking cute. And we were he was from Puglia. And I said, oh, well, I used to summer in Milan. A lie. But I was like, oh, yes, I summered in Puglia. Not true. Um, <laughs> and we had a whole thing. And then his dad was like, <laughs> I was like, Antonio, where are we going? And like his like Nissan Sentra was like, Antonio, Henry. <laughs> then I met a guy from Denmark. It's a great place to meet foreign dudes who drive. I met a guy from Denmark. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous guy. Lived here in the city. Very small, I will say. Like, 
Well, whatever. Anyways, got in an economy car. You know, that wasn't going to work. Okay, not great. um, Didn't get the upsell. Didn't get the up, but uh, it's just, I had the best time there and it felt good. I was like, God, I miss this. I miss like doing what I do best, which is like lighting up a room. Sure. <laughs> like, you know, flirting and being funny. And, of course. Oh, it's so well, fun. And well, you cannot maybe, do that on your phone. You, you know? can't do that. But maybe that's going to be like maybe that wakes people up. And maybe for you, like you go to a bar, like when they're doing outdoor seating, like you're talking to the people I at the know. next table. You say, oh where are God. you guys going? What are you doing? How's your. And I think the the idea that like, here's the one thing that we do have when you go to college, when you when you are the front, when you're an alumnus of the same college of someone. You all automatically have like the streets in common, the bars in common. The you have things to talk about. Everyone, if you're single, you have something to talk about with every guy that walks into any bar. That's hilarious, and, and yep. that's and um, that's actually looking positively. Like you're making me re- realize this because Puglia, Puglia Page, like you're you're like, hey dude, how's your quarantine? That's the easiest conversation no, you know started. what I started first well he had a little dog with him so obviously I walked okay. in like Jennifer Coolidge like lips puckered ready to <laughs> kiss that little motherfucker I was like yeah. I need in on little Henry the doxies but um I'm just like where are you even driving like it's so funny the rental place was so much fun I honestly want to film a show of me standing outside the budget at LaGuardia just flirting I Roberto loved me I'm I had the best time I'm telling you all my life the, these were all I I think like other than you being the light of a room Thank is you, is you ha- were given like you know all you were need all you need in a in a improv scene is yell something out and it's <laughs> like you were given at the budget yell something out is where are you going oh my and god then- I was killing it yeah. everybody thought I was out of my mind I really had fun but this leads me to another point uh, Jared Freed listen to his podcast the J Train podcast follow him on Instagram at Jared Freed. We discussed, uh, I, I promise I've not forgotten about our cliffhanger, but yes. here's how this also ties into exes or mm. choices that we're going to make, at least for me. Now, some people, including yourself, have perhaps lost weight, gotten more fit, whatever it is, taken this time in an amazing way to improve themselves physically. Mm. Other people, what if an anvil fell in my head after I said <laughs> that? Other people, piano drops. Um <laughs> Other well, people, uh, I've not actually gained that much weight, but I can see that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm okay. I think you look great. I'm looking at I, you and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I I'm don't know your reality. Okay. I'm having a pretty day, but also this is literally my middle name from the neck up. So, you know, there's things that happen from the neck down that sure. we don't talk about. Melted. I call myself melted Lumiere. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> um, stupid. But, um, but every, I do feel like when this whole thing is over with, Mm. no one's going to be really very few people are going to be as hot or hotter than they were before quarantine started. Right. I'm with you. You get what I'm saying. So part of me is also like a lot of these single guys, especially who used to be able to fuck around and do whatever they wanted. They might also not look as hot when this thing is over with. And they might know that you, you coined the term on my podcast, quarantine jeans. I did do that. Yes. You coined that term. I'm in mine. And I loved it. And I, I think we're all, and then I went on a rant on another podcast about how we should be allowed to have a stretchy pants summer. Like we should be. Yeah. SPS. We baby. should be allowed to wear SPS as uh, SPS. Every event, you should be allowed to wear stretchy pants and a big sweatshirt. 
It doesn't matter what how look ridiculous. Look what I'm literally wearing. I want you to look at what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a gigantic sweater, <laughs> and I had to buy special corn jeans on ASOS, which we talked about, yes. that are made from... I mean, uh, the stretchiness levels of these, they're like old stretch Armstrongs melted into a pair of pie catching pants. Like they're so big and so stretchy, but it, but, it feels nice to have on. But, but you this, got my point. About- I get your point. Is, and, and what happens is, especially like I'm working out and I know I am just trying to stay at even. Like I'm just trying to like when, with this working out with the, with the trainer. But I'm like, there is moments where I'm like, I do feel like I'll say to my girlfriend, I'll be like, I do feel like I'm getting fit and I'm looking for her to be like, yeah, you've lost like 30 pounds. And then she'll go, ah, you know, I don't know. You know, like you have to respond the right way. Like people. Well, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. got to be careful because I, I've actually lost. Let me be real with you. This was many years ago, but well, that's not really true, actually. You know, I'm very, uh, I'm not insecure. I'm secure and I'm insecure. I'm sure there's a word for it in the DSM-4 or whatever, yeah. where I think highly of myself and I respect myself, but then I also like to self-deprecate and I have, you know, I'm a comedian. So I, I have things that physically I wish I could change. And of course I do nothing to change, but, um, I do, well, you know, I have entrapped people before this happened years ago. This particular question I haven't asked in a long time. Cause I learned my lesson where I said to a friend at the time, I go, have I gained weight? Like, do I look like I've gained weight? Worst thing you can say. And by the way, on me, I, am I taking the blame? You can't yes, say I am. it. Yeah. You can't I, say I, it. I am. Uh, I was young. I was in my 20s. And frankly, it's a question that I think I've still asked people, but real friends, even if I'm rolling into the room, Mrs. Basket style, <laughs> are going to say, you look fucking great. Stop. Yeah. Like, you look gorgeous. No matter if you gain weight, you lose weight, you just sure. say you look good. That's all people want to hear. Lie to their face. Just, yeah, that, that, that should be the only response. Uh-oh. I had one friend who didn't. And we, we were no longer friends. She was like, you have gained some weight. And I was like, that's not going to work for me. Uh, I mean, horrifying. I was like, are you crazy? Horrifying. I, yeah. I do the thing where if someone, here's what everyone needs to do. Yes. If someone comes to you and goes, oh, I feel so fat from quarantine. Just go, you look amazing. Just That's, that's it. That's all you have to say. You always look good. Stop. And you always the sentence look good. That there. I, I would say you stop it. You look amazing, period. Don't period. go any, don't go. And then here's the worst response. Because I've had this happen to me where I go, oh, I just feel gross and fat. And I've been drinking like crazy all quarantine. And then some asshole will go, well, you know, you got to have lean proteins and Um, you got to work out. And it's like, no, 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 no. I didn't come to you for fucking Jillian Michaels advice. Yeah. I didn't come to you (laughs) for the biggest loser. Yeah. Like like, these people that like, no, no, no. I came to you for you to say you look amazing. Stop. Lie to my face is really what this should be called. Just. Stare at me and fucking lie to me, dude. It's the only right answer because I know what what people are looking to do. Like right now, like what people are looking to do is just have someone go is is what they're doing by saying it. Like if I say I feel like shit, I feel so fat. I'm doing it so I don't look like a delusional person walking around. I'm doing that to check in with everybody. You right now, you right now saved me just now. I'm not kidding you thousands of dollars in therapy with what you just said. <laughs> really? You actually, I'm not kidding. You actually, cause I have to be honest with you, Jared, when I do say that, I know that it's a really needy thing to say. I, I'm aware of it. I think that women have been trained and especially Jewish women with my particular mother have sure. been trained to have, you know, be sensitive about their weight or whatever it is that when I say that I feel fat or whatever, which I don't, I actually have really learned to not do it. Just so the listeners don't think that I'm an actual nightmare person. Mm. I've really, really gotten good at not 
going there. Okay. Like I, I think I still do it, but I've, I've checked myself a lot. Right. But when I say it, it's exactly what you just said. So that other people don't think that I don't know. It's so that it's like, I just so you know, I know you're thinking it. I know. That's all we can move on. And, I know and, I'm acknowledging it and let's continue. And yes. it is an acknowledgement. And it, you, you mentioned You're something. So right. Ju- Jewish mothers Ugh. are like, like what you're doing is you're getting ahead of what you've heard your Jewish mother say to you. Like my mom, I taped a video and she was like, your hair. I don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, we're not allowed to get haircuts here. I'm doing <laughs> the best with what I have. Like, you're not like informing yeah. me so like this is like a, i don't know if it's a jewish mother or just an overbearing mother but i know but, well my, i mean my, is there a, is there an actual what, difference the I'm venn asking. diagram middle it's is very big column. for that group and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, but i <laughs> you're you're basically getting ahead of the response you know you would get from your mom if That's you walked it. in from college like walking in from college for Thanksgiving break after fr- first few months of freshman year and your parents pull you aside and they're like, you're just not dressing right. I don't like what you're doing with the drinking and you your face no doesn't look good. But and so what you're doing is you're getting ahead of the things you've heard said to you over a lifetime that you assume everyone is the same monster as your mom who has given you this response. And thus concluding a new episode of the monster that is our mom. Because honestly, yes, you really just cracked it for me in a way that felt very healthy. And Good. and it's funny because my mom, I don't know if she'll listen to this or not, but, you know, I have uh, 100% like since I moved away, which I moved out of my parents' house when I had just turned 17 to go to college. I was like very young. But again, yeah. I looked like, you know, Jessica Tandy in the coffin. You know what I mean? Sure. And I left. <laughs> and I left. And I have called her out on like the constant physical checking of me, like meaning calling me big, calling me this, calling me that, which stays with you your whole life, basically, you know? And now it doesn't matter. I could walk into my mother's house looking like Gwyneth and Shallow Hal. And by the way, what a horrible movie that is, by the way. But you know what I mean by that? Like I could just get huge. And uh, my mother would go, you look beautiful. You, well, she knows that she fucked me up. She's like trying to like rewrite history. My mom has not gotten that far. When I walk in, I am a contestant on America's Next Top Model, and it's <laughs> it's Tyra Banks, and you know what, and and my dad just <laughs> looking me up and yeah. down, and I can feel it. I feel it the minute I walk through the door, and then it'll be like when I when I look good, they'll go, "Wow, oh my god!" And it's like at that moment. And it's bad because we're a part of this. Like, I'll do the, yeah, I do look good. You know, like, I'll play into the, when it's good, it's good. And when it's bad, it's like, lay the fuck off of me. I woke up, you know, like, I have had moments where I've flown to see them. And I'm like, yeah, I. Since quarantine started? No, no, no. This is, this is like back when I would like doing shows till four in the morning, hosting a show, get to having them say, get on the 6 a.m. flight. And then going, you know, you know, you should be taking better care of yourself. I'm like. Do you know what I did to get here? <laughs> like you're, you're like on a hand car. <laughs> yeah, I'm at I'm at LaGuardia's budget, being like, you look terrible. What, yeah. what are you driving? What, That's what happened? <laughs> Where are you driving? You look awful. Um, <laughs> my my opening hit at uh, at LaGuardia's budget rent a car. Um, no, I I really agree with that. I love that, and I'm glad that we got it out of the way because it 
for me, it's really been a thing where I'm just nervous when everyone's going to be back on the streets. Like I'm noticing that people have just decided that we're all dressing like shit. And I went out on Saturday to have like a street margarita and I sure. did dress my ass up because I was not like in a crazy outfit, but I wore like a dress and sandals. You know, I, I was like, this was going to be fun. So and people are in pajamas. I, they don't care anymore. And it's also like, you're not sure if that's okay. you like it like. Right now, everyone's kind of down each other's throats about like what's good, what's right. Like, have you seen? So, I, I, my girlfriend, and I did that. We when they opened up one night, we're like, let's go and do a date night. Fun. And we get dressed. We're doing the shower thing. We're putting on the creams. Mm. She's doing her hair. We walk Sensual. down. We get downstairs. We get one of those like street margaritas. No, we got Aperol spritzes in the bag. Yummy. We walk to a restaurant that has outdoor seating. We go and and we felt so good. Yeah. And 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 honestly, with what's happening in the world, it's tough to like let yourself have those moments because you're like, I don't want to be ignorant to the things that are going on, but I also want to make sure that we take care of ourselves and have our night. So we're like having our night and we're walking to Soho. You see like, you know, places boarded up. You're like, it feels like I'm in an alternate universe. And then you see like the paintings. That, that people are painting up on those boards and everything. And you're like, yeah. that's like, and you're like, wow, the world is changing. I hope for the better. And you're Obviously, hopeful. Yeah. And we get to the restaurant. We oh, no. they have four tables and it's us and two, four, three other couples. And we're like, and then all of a sudden the restaurant's like, we got a band coming. We're like, oh my God, the band plays at the end of them playing. You were inside or outside? Outside. So it's on the street. Outside wow. with tables. What restaurant so, was this with a band? Antique Garage. I'll give them uh-huh, a plug. Know it, know it well. So yeah. I, they have a, a two-piece band inside. They finish their song all four or six tables. It's called six tables that are all full. We all clap. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're like, thank you. The woman in the band, she gets on the mic. She goes, no, you don't understand. We've been inside for three months. That You don't know how much it means to us to, like, play for you guys and me you know you and i the artists we're like we understand you know like uh, i understand i'm like and everyone in that restaurant felt so good about themselves we're like we're giving we're and and everyone working there like i was waiting for a punchline i'm not gonna lie but i was like on the edge of my seat okay (laughs) so (laughs) so we all i'm like jared we all Let me build oh, no. this up. Okay, we felt you are. so good. And the, yeah. the wait staff, they couldn't have been nicer. The band oh, were like clapping. All of a sudden, we get done clapping. A guy from a protest comes walking by and he just starts screaming, fuck your brunch. White silence is white violence. Fuck your brunch. And we're like, oh, my God, what the fuck just happened? We went from the good guys to the bad guys You're in evil. three fucking seconds. That's and right. someone, and then people across the street who were also at the protest that this guy were at started clapping for him. And, and, and he's like, I haven't done that in three months. <laughs> Do you know how good that felt? Yelling, fuck your brunch. Yeah, and, and everyone's like, woo. Like the and we're like, what? what just happened yeah. here? And it's like, I, we went from wow. like, we're supporting the community. We're supporting small business to like, we're happy too quick. You're racist. And we're racist. racist. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. We're, and and the guy who yelled at us was Asian. We're like, well, what? Like, you know, and like, if there was a video taken, it would be me with a white wine glass, just like. <laughs> 
Like, Ask what? Jeeves. How could I'm you? Like, <laughs> like, I was a part of the great Gatsby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, I went to a protest, by the way. Okay. And I, I, I'm letting, I want to go on the record. I went to a protest. You know, I've been every morning on my show, really, like, yeah. really focused on talking about everything. It's I For want sure. people listening to know if they're wondering why it hasn't come up here in this week. Yeah. Um, truly, every every morning we have guests on who have written books mm. about racism and anti-racism and and um, feminism within the black community and all kinds of things like that. Really interesting, fascinating people. And I went to a protest two weeks ago, um, a local one. It was a small one. It wasn't like one of the big Union Square, mm. you know, let's like whatever. An intimate uh, and gathering. It really was. But there was a speaker. She was very, she was great. It was, it was, I really enjoyed, enjoyed isn't the right word. I felt something. I was like, okay, okay this, this, you know, I want to help be part of the change instead of, you know, having, uh, going to the antique garage, no offense, <laughs> and having um, Aperol spritz. But um, at one point they were like, everyone get on your knee, like take a knee, obviously uh, as a symbol. Yeah. And um, which of course I completely support Colin and everyone who's done it. I supported sure. Colin years ago when he did it. I thought it was ridiculous that we were even having that the guy got fired over it is is a, a, a crime, honestly. Yeah. But you know, I have that loose bone shard in my bad knee. <laughs> That's right. So I couldn't get on my knee. Like literally, I could not. I can't. Even funny enough, and I'll prove it is that my friend Isaac um, does these workout classes called Torched on Instagram Live, mm-hmm. and he's been begging me to do it. And the I was like, finally, I'll do it. And I got my yoga mat out and I, I literally couldn't be on my knees. Like I genuinely, sorry, all the gentlemen out there who are listening could not, I can't get on my knees. And I was like, well, this is something. So I had to sit like on my butt. It just looked like I wasn't like, I felt bad. I was like, yeah. I, yes, knees. I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm into this, but I couldn't. What if you were just waving a doctor's note? <laughs> like I, I I'm with bad. you spiritually. But you know, I have a I bone spur. I have a bone and- <laughs> That's Trump's thing, the bone spur. I have a shard, Jared. It's a loose It's a loose shard. shard. I'm with you, but I, I, I can't be kneeling. I have my orthopedist. I mean, it's a terrible thing. I'm not it. mocking this. At, I'm mocking me, obviously, of just course. so people listening. Of no, course. because you know, I don't want anything to. But I, I really felt that. So I sat just with on the dirty street. I was like, well, I guess we're doing it. So I just sat my ass down because I couldn't not sit. I was like, I can't be. And I'm 100 fucking feet this tall. Is, this is you know? so funny to me. I love that. Like, it's I love curb. that because it's curb. It's, curb. It's, it's I know. Again, like just like the garage, you know, it's all the curb episode because it's like, especially when you're amongst people who are trying. Like today, there was an interview I saw online of like just an open Nazi. This guy's just like a Nazi. What? He he was in Pennsylvania in this small town of like 800 people. They're like, the whole town's embarrassed because this one guy is just like- They got a Nazi there. A literal, and he's like got the swastika on the lawn and they're doing interviews with him for the news. And they're like, and he's like, I just think we've been misunderstood. Like he's talking about it. As if it's like, how come American Nazis are so fucking ugly? You know, when I watch Nazis, not a I'm a Jewish group. person. Yeah, no, no, no. But in Germany, the Nazis. When I see pictures of some of those sure. Nazis, so I'm like, okay, like you know, I, yeah. I, you know, they're all monsters. But I'm like, all right. And then you look at the American Nazis. I'm going, yeah, I fucking hate this country. Even our fucking Nazis are hideous. Like, we, yeah, we do not have a good looking out. group of edit Nazis. This out. I think we can keep this. <laughs> Listen, I'm Jewish. I'm gonna put lipstick on after saying it. I don't care. <laughs> I yeah, I, I just think it's like we're going to find more of the, you know, they what everyone's saying you should be uncomfortable, which is like being uncomfortable is also fun. You know, <laughs> like it's like, well, it is. I mean, listen, uh, yeah, 
Look, you were I, uncomfortable I, I in that moment. Like, well, you didn't have your doctor's thing. note. Yeah. Oh, no, I was very, I really wasn't comfortable. I was like, oh, this yeah. is, and also the speaker, it was funny because they had, I never knew that this was a thing that was, um, it's like an app where it connects to your speaker via Bluetooth. So you don't have to plug in. Have you seen those? I've never seen it. So you talk into your phone and then it project amplifies it. Oh, on I didn't a separate, okay. Makes sense. Which, okay. It's actually a very cool program, but it was kind of a small group of us. And the speaker was quite loud in a good way. Like she had a good voice. So it was like, hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. It was like so annoying. So her whole speech was like, had like a drop shadow in Photoshop to it. You know what I mean? It was, it was just like an echo. It was so annoying. I was like, God, can they just turn that shit off? Uh, anyway. Yes. No, but you know, what's funny too, is like, I have for years and years, I'm not saying that I, I'm, I have learned so much these past couple months, mm. really. I mean, a, a really a lot. But it's not like I was living in my stupid world. Like, I was aware of the fact that, like, there were incredible injustices to the Black community sure. and, and and how unfair. And uh, you looked at every writer's room out there and there's no Black people. I mean, it's like, this is not something I just discovered. We all knew that. Yeah. I, and it was I think, horrible. And we should have protested 10, 20, 50 years ago. Well, yeah. It's frustrating. I, 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 it's, um, like, a, I think, like, it's nice that, like, comics are getting recognized and like like so yeah. many bits are going viral like i think that's like very helpful because it personalizes it. it you know oh i saw this comedian who talked about these things and how it related to their lie life like that is so like i i like that people are getting you know recognized you know in in the, in that way and yeah. i think it like i think it is helpful to hear people's stories more than just you know, maybe I agree. a hashtag, you know, like a story you go, wow, I, I, you can put yourself in the shoes and you can say, wow, that felt bad. So I, I think that those are good things that are coming. out. Oh my gosh. Listen, I, I'll tell you this. It's been for me. And as someone who has not been blind to the injustices of this country specifically, um, it has been an incredibly, uh, illuminating time. I really mean that. Like I, I've read books for my show about, just things I've never even really had to consider before. So I actually have really learned a lot. I've heard speakers talk about really fascinating things. What are you going to say? But also you being involved in comedy, like we are amongst so many, there's a voice in comedy for every type of person. Like if okay, you go also, to- yeah, not to be like that, but literally my three favorite comics of all time are Eddie Martin and Chris. Sure. So it's like three top three, but even you when know, you, you would go to open, but you would go to open mics you would yeah. hear from people you never would have heard from from your s- small community of people that you grew up with. Like, you know, I see it with my friends from college. Like when I remember, like when I started doing open mics, people were like, oh, you're the bro. And I'd be like, I, I, I don't know. I, I was like, I look like all you my are. friends, you know. Yeah, but, like, yeah. but to me, like, that's what you're you only know your own reality. And I, I think true. like, you know, so it's it's with, you know, when you say like I've been doing this for years and years and uh, aware you're also amongst a more eclectic group than you would have been had you not gotten into comedy. I hear what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Which is nice. Yes. No, that's also by way of just like watching everything on TV and growing up in Miami, which was already a very diverse place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I was already, I was exposed to so many different cultures growing up too, you know? So it's not just this one thing, but actually, can I end the episode with a, a recommendation that I have? Sure. That I think you should watch. Okay. So I'm home one day. Scrolling through my channels, I mentioned how I love First Dates UK. I recommend everybody watch this show. It is now, the most satisfying show. I think I have seen it because when I was in London, yes. it was on all the time. That's yeah. right. It's just, it's so funny. What, By the way, just as a quick side note, the most frustrating thing is when there's a date 
that they have great chemistry and you're like, oh, this is so fun. Like they're definitely going to go on a second date. And then the way that every date ends is that they bring them into a room together and they're always like so shy, like, hello, hi, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then they go, do you want to see um, each other on a second date? And they always say the same thing as friends. Like I didn't really feel a spark. I felt no spark. <laughs> and I'm always like, it for me, look, I can't even open my eyes. It's like sucking a lemon where I'm like, this is why you know, how many times before you had your girlfriend, how many dates have you been on where you had amazing chemistry with someone? You were just like, this is it. Like this is. And then you never hear from that person. And I'm like, oh, absolutely. this is such bullshit that people mm. are so stupid that they don't realize when they have a natural chemistry. But I guess if you don't feel it with someone, you don't. I, it just You also don't know why that person's there. They did like, yeah. you, know, you know, they did a celebrity one, didn't they? They did. And it was in England. They did. And it was yeah. bad. It was, the, I watched the celebrity good. one and it was like, they went shopping, I think. Uh, it, the celebrity one was not good because everyone was like really aware of the camera. There was one cute couple on it, but everybody was like, hello. You know, they all showed up like not nervous. <laughs> they were like, oh, going to be on TV. Like it wasn't a yeah. new thing for them, you know? I just thought um, it was such a, like a, what, what a leap as a celebrity to yes. go on that show and be like, I guess I'll go on a first date. Like you have to show what you're like on a first. Can you imagine <laughs> seeing? What like you know? Like, I would do the, it in a heartbeat if the, they did it in America in a split <laughs> second, and you know that they would fuck with me and put me with you know that it would just be like comedy gold, like just whoever they match me with. Love but wait, it. But there's another show that I discovered called Date My Family. I see on my little Time Warner grid. I call it. Yeah, you know, I say I'm on the Time Warner spectrum. Yeah. Anyways, I'm searching through the grid and I see a show called Date My Family, and I'm like, what is this? And this has our us written all over it. Yeah, of course. Click on it. It's on a channel called the Africa Channel. I've never heard of this channel. They have amazing shows. It's a lot okay. of programming from South Africa. This okay. is a South African show. They're in Pretoria. They go to Cape Town. It's really interesting. And it's where they have, you're going to die. It's So it's, um, let's say if it's a man dating a woman. So he, instead of meeting the woman, he meets three women's family and friends. Like he goes over to their house to be served oh, dinner. Oh, this is like date my dad, right? Exactly. They, yes. I, I, I like this concept. It's phenomenal. And so, and then they pick the woman or man or whoever that they want to date based on who they had the best time with at the meal. And at the very end, the way that they announced who got the date, it's so funny. They have like this like Volkswagen and the driver, everyone's like dressed up. Like mm -hmm. all the women are like dressed, their families, the nicest people. And they wait and the car comes up and then a guy just walks out with a bottle of wine if they didn't get the date. <laughs> And then oh they get the date, it's like, here's a bottle of wine. And then they have to like, it's so funny. And they're just like, oh no, they're holding this wine. They're like, okay, like they don't know what to do. The saddest happy hour ever. <laughs> like you're going to need it. I and guess then when, he hated us. It, and then when the date happens, the guy or girl, whoever gets out of the car. So, and the, they guy, go on their date. so the guy meeting the family chooses the family they want. Exactly. Chooses who he wants to go on a date with based on the family See, and friends I, that he met. I love that. Because instead, like sometimes it's the family chooses when it was no, date my no, dad, no. it was Opposite. the family chooses which one. And it's like, no, I like this more because exactly. it's like it, it, it's just this is kind of like on the same vein of like every family thinks they're like, we're crazy, but we're fun. Who wouldn't choose us? You know, it's, and, and by the way, some of them are like kind of mean. It's so funny. It's really, really great show. My only 
thing is that they don't have enough episodes because it's on every day and I DVR it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I've seen the same seven like over and over again. <laughs> but try to, that's my tip. If you're looking for okay. new programming, First Dates and Date My Family, it's a really great show. And I want, I don't know, it's just a good show. Uh, I've no, just that's fallen like, into well, it. I mean, I mean, that's legitimately the best episode of The Bachelor is meeting the family. Hello. By the way, I know we really have to wrap, but you also do these charcuterie reviews yes, of I do. people's TikTok. When did, quickly before we go, when did this become a trend? Because I'm not on TikTok. So I had no idea that charcuterie was a thing. Yeah. And I I tweeted a year ago, legitimately a year ago, I tweeted, I can tell what type of parent you'll be by your charcuterie board. Because I started seeing them. And then people started responding, sending me their charcuterie boards. So I would just review them. And then I, you know, I didn't realize it was like a thing. Like everyone was making because... You don't need to be a chef to make one. Everyone no. thinks theirs is good. And Everyone they're pretty. Takes a, and they're pretty. And they're taking a picture of them after they're done making them. So every woman, generally women, would have a picture of a charcuterie on their phone. So I get sent like a hundred a weekend, like every weekend. And over the holidays, so it's exciting. even exciting. So I started yelling at them. But now they're being put on TikTok. So now I've like, I've really gone through the whole thing. And, and now I do reviews on my podcast of like different things I see. And it's just, you know, it's like those families. Like I love anything that doesn't really matter that people like are so cocky about. Like passionate. Yes. Passionate. Cause you can, you poke one hole. Like, listen, it's not to say that every board that I talk, look at, I'm like, yeah, it's fine for some occasion. I don't know which, but then What's you, the worst thing you've seen. I, cause I've seen, go I get really annoyed when I can tell the board was made for social media and not for the party. I get really annoyed by that because it is just, you're, mu- you're messing with people's appetites. Yeah. If you go to a party where, you, if you're going to a party, you're skipping lunch, right? You're going, yeah, I want to okay. walk. I, there's going to be food there. You know, I want to make sure I'm hungry. I don't want to walk in. I'm going to be wearing my nice clothes. I want to make sure Isn't they Isn't it funny? Up. I always eat before a party and I'm going to tell you why. Because you never know what the food situation is going to be like. So I always... <laughs> put a base layer of food in my body. Cause I also know I'm going to drink for sure. Sure. Drinking alcohol is an easy one. Food. You never know. Some people's dips look a little dry. Like of you course. just don't know what's going to happen. This and might be then, a, like a male female thing. Cause like as a guy, I'm like, I want my suit to fit. I want like, I want to well, You don't think in. I want my dress to fit. I, but I I'm still sure you eat. do. <laughs> but yeah. I'm saying like a, the <laughs> idea that like, I, if they're serving food, this mm-hmm. is your first introduction of food at the party, the charcuterie board. That's right. And and so someone who's walking in hungry is getting served a big fucking flower that's taking up space that could have been me. Mm. Like you cared about something that wasn't your guest. And that drives me crazy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, When I watch you talk about people slicing processed foods, that's what kills me. When it's like that (laughs) waxy cheese that they just... Peel the condom off of that spongy and then they're chopping it up. And it's just there's something about also the scattering of the meats that bothers me. And I don't know what it is, but there's a way that the fingers sort of spread the slices. Yeah, the way they have to fold them up. And you're like, I don't want to see that process. Then they're showing it, but they think they're great for it. And you're like, it's it is also like it's it's you you could do I could do the same segment about people's kids. Yes, but I but you can't because it's their kids. People get offended. All so, I want to do is insult children. So please, yeah, you know, you know how so, I am. Come on, I know how you are. So how lucky are we that we don't have kids? By the way, I mean, really, 
I heard during a child these times, yes, <laughs> we, best we thing. Locked out, Jared Freed, funniest person, loveliest guy. Jared, you know I adore you so much. I love you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This I, I just to love be, you to too. be your opening guest. It's such a compliment. Thank you. It was really fun. And I knew that you'd bring it and you sure did. And uh, follow him on Twitter and on Instagram at Jared Freed, F-R-E-I-D. Listen to his podcast, the J Train podcast. I'm not just saying this. Probably the best host. I mean, when you host, Thank it's you. you really are a train. It comes through. It's uh, well lit, speedy. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to end this. Guys, this has been the first episode of Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins. If you want to follow me, follow me on Instagram at Mishcall or on Twitter. Um, it was just such a pleasure to be able to bring you this episode. And we'll see you right back here next Tuesday. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. 